The thing about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive is that by now you've heard a lot of ads about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. We probably don't even need the words, the Name Your Price tool, to tell you that our humpback whale pup gives you options based on your budget. Or that our novelty hand buzzer helps you save on car insurance. And that's the thing about the tiny felt bag filled with marbles. At this point, you've heard a lot of ads about the elusive northern bobcat. The Name Your Price tool. <clears throat> the neighbor who baked you banana bread. Only from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. This is part two of my conversation with Tim I. Gurung, author of Ayo Gurkhali, A History of the Gurkhas. Himself a British Gurkha, Gurung talks about the origins of the community, their contribution to the Allied victory in both world wars, their role in saving lives during the partition, and their fight for parity within the British Army, among other things. Do listen in. Okay, so talk about also 2009 and that, you know, whole battle to to get uh, how Britain has accepted uh, uh, Gurkhas and that whole move to the UK. Talk about that and how so many people have done it, you know? Uh. No, the Gurkha justice campaign started in 1990. When um, actually okay. what happened is as we once the after the partition, once the Gurkhas moved to Malaysia and uh, Singapore and Hong Kong, then uh, mm. there was uh, two redundancy, you know, the redundancy. Like uh, when they mm. left, uh, when they left uh, Malaysia and Singapore and go back to Hong Kong. That time, almost half of the Gurkhas were made redundant and sent back to home, and the mm-hmm. um, and the the package was um, severity package was not very severance package was not very good, mm-hmm. good, and the people were not very happy. At the same mm-hmm. time, uh, also the same thing happened in 1997 when the mm-hmm. Gurkhas uh, when the British left Hong Kong and went back to the UK. At uh, that mm. time, we had mm. around uh, 10,000 Gurkhas uh, in Hong Kong. And uh, only three, mm. about 3,500 were kept. The, the rest were sent back to uh, Nepal, and I was one of them. <laughs> so, okay. and also the package was not very, not very uh, good. And uh, mm. by then, our, our Gurkhas community has already found out, you know, we were aware of the injustice and the mm. unfairness that has been going on in mm. the British Army. We were already aware of that. And uh, people, there were people uh, who started a, a, a Gurkha justice campaign in Nepal in 1919. Mm. And suddenly mm. there were many groups, um, organizations, um, those campaigns, campaigners. And uh, mm. they started first. They started within Nepal, but it, uh, you know, Nepal and uh, Nepal government and uh, uh, British government, they are always on the same boat. So uh, they don't, uh, they don't care much about the Gurkhas. They have always taken the Gurkhas for granted. So mm. um, it didn't go very well. Then, then the, suddenly, they, the, those campaigners found some new way. Uh, mm. to take their battle to their home back in uh, UK. Mm. 
And um, by that time, the Gurkhas uh, from Hong Kong had already moved back to UK. So um, there was also some other cases of, uh, you know, right of uh, citizenship, uh, unfairness, discrimination like that, that's going mm-hmm. on on civil cases. So people were already aware of what is happening, uh, mm-hmm. how the British has treated the Gorkhas for the last uh, few hundred years. Yeah. And uh, suddenly people uh, were awakened, you know. So, mm. so the uh, Gorkha justice, justice campaign g- got momentum. Mm. And um, uh, then uh, some of the uh, British politicians, uh, like, uh, and also some celebrity, you know, public figure mm. like Joanna Lumley. Yes, and, uh, yes. The, the other people, there are other people's uh, politicians. Uh, they supported the Gorkha's campaign. Mm. And because of that, then... Uh, they finally managed to uh, get a first. They um, they get a very uh, first uh, win was in two thousand and four. Mm-hmm. They, they get a certain number of Gurkhas got the, the right of award in the UK, but mm-hmm. not everyone was allowed by that. Then the the mm-hmm. campaign continued. Then in two thousand nine, twenty uh, first May, um, they got the. Uh, then the British finally. Um, uh, agreed and granted mm-hmm. the uh, Gurkhas and their uh, families who mm-hmm. have served the British crown for over uh, more than four years will mm-hmm. have a right of abode in the UK. Uh, mm-hmm. That uh, that was the case, yeah. Okay, okay. So that's 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 what uh, the long battle has. Uh, at least some points were won with with that. So yeah. what more? What more? Uh, you know, other activists, uh, the Gurkha activists, looking for. You know, talk about that also. What What remains to be done? Mostly, is it was the pay and the pension, you know, equality. Mm-hmm. Since they are the part of the British Army, why they have a, a different payment system? Because mm-hmm. the main problem was the main problem was the we call it IPC. We call mm-hmm. it the Indian Pay Court. Mm-hmm. Which is, uh, uh, which was uh, made in the during the partition in nineteen forty seven, when mm-hmm. the British uh, left uh, India, left India. Mm-hmm. That was actually what happened is is on that time they they created the IPC in order to protect the the Gurkha's uh, interests. Mm-hmm. But um, subsequently, later on, uh, what turned out to be, you know, what happened is they used the same uh, method to exploit the Gurkhas. Hmm. Because they did that in order to have the same pay, uh, equal pay between the British and the Indian Army, uh, Indian Gurkhas. Hmm. They created their IPC follow the IPC because they wanted to have the same pay, equal pay between the uh, British Gurkhas and the Indian Gurkhas. Mm. But what happened is when they moved to country like advanced country like Malaysia, Singapore and Hong Kong, mm. uh, the disparity became too big. Mm. But the British won't change the system to match the to, to, to increase the pay saying the same thing again that uh, it won't allow us because we, because of the IPC. We have to keep the 
same rate as the uh, as the uh, IPC, the Indian Gorkhas. Otherwise, there will be a big difference, and we could create a vast problem, a big problem in Nepal. So that's what they have been saying. <laughs> so that was a one thing. The second thing was um, uh, the pension, also the service. You know, the normally the British, uh, the Gorkhas uh, retire at fifteen, and they have a totally different uh, system. Uh, pay and service mm-hmm. system between the British Gurkhas and the British uh, uh, Army personnel. They had. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. once they moved to UK, it has been improved now. It now is more or less the same. Okay. But there are there is there is still one big problem remain. There is mm-hmm. the pension disparity mm-hmm. between the, those uh, ex-British uh, Gurkhas who, who has served the British after World War II hmm. to uh, 1994, before they okay. left the army. So okay. the British campaign is, is still going on, is still okay. going on, hmm. with uh, they are still talking, <laughs> and okay. even now. And, hmm. and their last demand now is this, this um, the, the pension of those Gurkha, Gurkha, British Gurkhas who had left the uh, British Army from after, especially these, those group of uh, Gurkhas from the World War II to 1994. Hmm. They still have uh, the, uh, that's the, the, the still big uh, gap between the pension and uh, that's the only, uh, you know, uh, problem they have now and they are still talking. Okay. Okay. Hmm. And then the Gurkhas have, uh, uh, have, I mean, have won for the British in various campaigns in Borneo, in, uh, I mean, in the world wars, you know. So talk about that and how, uh, how that, you know, of course, there are many, very many stories that are all dealt in your, with in your book. But what I found was fa- fascinating was how <laughs> this one paragraph where you said that many of mm. the British officers would have died without the Gurkhas. Because they couldn't even cook or feed, you know, feed themselves. Talk about that. I think this was in the uh, when talking about Burma. I think I mean, people were lost. This was in World War Two. World War Two. Yeah. Yeah. The I think the the first when the the, the Gurkhas started in eighteen fifteen. From there mm-hmm. on until today, there is not a single war where the Gurkhas didn't fight alongside the British. So mm. everywhere they go, the Gurkhas were always at the f- f- forefront. Mm. Always. Like you can mm. see, the, uh, it, it was in the first, they started in the India when they were still, uh, still establishing their kingdom there, their uh, empire there. Mm. Then after that, the First World War, they, the, the Gurkhas went to UK, uh, Europe mm. to fight the Germans. They have never been there, hmm. and uh, without proper equipment, without proper uh, training, they just took there and let them die. Hmm. Uh, then, when World War Two, they went everywhere in in um, in Malaysia. They uh, the whole two battalion were wiped out by by uh, Japanese force in uh, Malaysian Peninsula. And they fought in um, in um, Europe. They fought in Middle East, all over the Middle East, and they mm. fought in Burma. 
and uh, the final, as you know, the fire, the final war was won. The World War Two was ended in Burma, when the mm. the British Gurkhas finally defeated the Germany in the Imphal and Kohima War. Mm. That was the main reason. And at that time, before that, there was those um, we call them Chindit. Chindit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's there was a, a, a new. They had a new strategy that uh, during the before the war, the troops were put in a plane and dropped behind an enemy line in Burma jungles. Mm. And so they go would drop there. They would go in a patrolling all over the uh, Burma uh, jungles, and they will sabotage the uh, uh, the, uh, the bridges. The rivers, uh, the army roads, uh, mm-hmm. then uh, you know to deflect the uh, maximum, so the army cannot uh, come back. The, 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 that was the main purpose of this uh, this idea. So mm-hmm. they went there. Then yeah, at that time, uh, you know, the, the, there was Gorkhas and those uh, also the British officers uh, went alongside the Gorkhas, and uh, there was it was rainy. It was uh, cool. There was, uh, you know, the leeches. Uh, the the mm. floor was uh, wet, and they couldn't uh, even, uh, you know, light the lit the fire. How can they make a, <laughs> a food? You know, so it was totally the the Gurkhas who would um, who who took care of them and uh, brought them back. That's why um, those, especially those um, World War Two Gurkha British veterans. Um, where you know they are really grateful to the Gurkhas. That's the story mm-hmm. it came from yeah, mainly. Yeah. And uh, the Joanna Lumley's uh, mother, father, father was one was a uh, was a soldier, right? And I no, think he that... was uh, he was the was the uh, one of the uh, officer from the Sixth mm-hmm. Gurkha Rifle who were mm-hmm. in Burma uh, fighting mm-hmm. behind the enemy line. And then mm-hmm. uh, those guys, the guy, the Tulvadur Vishi, the guy, Poon, who got a Vishi mm-hmm. later on, was the mm-hmm. guy who saved uh, his life. Okay. So that's why the Joanna Lonely felt uh, uh, oblig- obligated to help mm-hmm. the Gorkha's cause. <laughs> that was the connection. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, very interesting, you know. I mean, yeah. without your book, I would never have known all this. Yeah. Really, and also about how uh, you know the 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 political. I just assume that the Gurkhas were a community from before, like you know, like how they are castes and tribes and communities. I just thought, but actually, it's a creation that came with the uh, with, with with the advent of the British, I guess. No, yeah, they are the one who categorized them, who selected mm-hmm. them, who picked them up and <laughs> put them on the war and make them fight. Because Nepal, as you know, is also a caste system, yes. you know, and uh, mm-hmm. especially in those uh, in those years, I, I the caste system is as still as right now as it was then. Really? But, uh, but, but not that, uh, that bad. Uh, not that bad. Yeah, it must yeah. have... Not that hard, but it's still people are still observe, you know, still mm-hmm. have these problems. Mm-hmm. But by then, uh, you have this Hindu, you know, Hindus, you have those uh, um, caste system and those caste system, according and people do work, you know, people choose their profession yeah. according yeah. to their caste. caste. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, the, the Gurkhas were mostly the, the, the second bottom one. 
and uh, they were only good at uh, uh, they were allowed to do the agriculture farming things mm. then when when they found the soldiering job uh, they, they didn't know unknowingly they found it and suddenly they were very good you know they found out they were very good at it and that's mm. what happened but um, yeah during the world war at the beginning everyone every caste from nepal were, were selected uh, for the british army for the for the gurkha for the british mm. army but uh, after the world war 2 even during the world war to everyone that has uh, that uh, every man from the youth from nepal was um, picked up and sent to war and there was uh, not nothing you know nobody talk about the caste or anything else but uh, mm-hmm. afterward the, the british found the only certain uh, breed or certain caste of the people do a better soldier can make a better soldier mm-hmm. then they mm-hmm. categorize them they they find them mm-hmm. mostly gurung like my my surname and magar mm-hmm. from the west part of nepal and rai and limbu from the less uh, east part of nepal mm-hmm. and they they call them the martial race mm-hmm. and until recently only those people you know people from those four four um, castes only people from those castes were enlisted in the army mm-hmm. very recently okay. but now uh, since the british you know it's a, it's totally a different story now they just have a maximum they have 250 or 200 uh, even less than 200 per year so mm-hmm. they don't care whatever caste you are they do a put a competition out there and who the and select the best you know the top top in you know, the cream of the uh, <laughs> pile and it took them so they they and take them so they don't care whoever caste you are from so mm-hmm. um, but until recently even during my time you know uh, 99% 95 to 99% of the gurkhas are from those four where from those forecast people oh okay even as uh, late as the 90s this was going on yeah exactly but what they'd ask they'd ask uh, i mean from your surname only they'd make out which caste and only take those people yeah exactly yeah oh <laughs> god <laughs> okay <laughs> interesting yeah <laughs> it's a different level uh, <laughs> okay yeah. Hmm. Okay, it's been a very interesting conversation, and you know, I could keep talking to you about this book because I found it a great book. It's a great read, and you've mm-hmm. done so much work, and you've like, uh, you know, you've um, sort of brought out the story of the Gurkhas so well that uh, uh, I, I think everybody should. Uh, this is for the listeners. Everybody, go out and get Ayo Gurkhali, a history of the Gurkhas by Tim I Gurung, and it's really interesting, and uh, it'll. give you a whole new perspective on the gurkhas i mean we in india of course uh, you know we know the gurkhas and uh, and you know there are many indian gurkhas obviously so yeah. you know, we have friends who are gurkhas but uh, uh, one doesn't know that this is the story and i think it's fantastic thank you so yeah, can much I, can i can i say one last thing of course please keep yeah. keep actually i i wanted to achieve uh, three things from this book okay first as i already said before mm. whatever book written on gorkhas until now was mostly mm. from outsider yes so i want to tell my side of a story that had never been told before hmm first 
as, as of that, I want to give you a complete book. A second, second was until now the Gorkha institution that last that lasted lasted over two hundred years and is still going very strong even today. Mm-hmm. And at our community, even our community mm-hmm. doesn't know what our grandfathers had done for our mm-hmm. country. Mm-hmm. If the new generation wanted to know what our grandfathers had have done for the country mm. until now there was no proof at all so oh. so i wanted to write this book so from the from from the after reading this book they don't have to worry you know they will know that uh, what our grandfather has done for the last mm. 200 years that was mm. the two thing the two thing i wanted to achieve from this book mm. uh, and and uh, yeah i think yeah that's the that's the main thing I wanted to achieve from this book. Yeah. I think you achieved that. I don't yeah. think, you know. Uh, yeah. So, I think not only younger Gurkhas, but also other people also will, you know, have a better idea, you know. And you know also one thing, in Nepal, nobody mm-hmm. talk, nobody say anything about this this thing, about the Gurkhas history. Really? You don't read in books, you don't uh, find in uh, library, you don't find in uh, reading curriculums, you know, nobody writes books about that, you know, nobody. So this is, it's actually, you know, the, as I said, the Nepal's history cannot be completed without mm. the Gorkha's history. And True. this is, this book is not only for the Gorkha communities, mm. but also the whole Nepali people as a whole, you know, mm. this is, uh, this book, you know, this, they should read this book. So at least they know, you know. What is uh, what where was the uh, proper history of our country? Mm. Thank you very much. That's what, yeah. yeah. Thank you, Tim. It's yeah. been a great pleasure talking to you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Take care. Bye bye. Take care. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast